0: Welcome to The Breakfast Show. And all know how the pandemic disrupted so many things, including how folks were trying to make their plans to study overseas. But, of course, now with that behind us, students are swiftly making up for lost time in pursuit of a study abroad experience.
1: That is exactly right. And a survey by the Institute of International Education has found that a whopping 98% of reporting institutions offer in-person study abroad or a mix of in-person and online options, and that's a significant leap from just 31% during the summer of 2021. But the global pandemic has reshaped the landscape of studying overseas, influencing choices of countries and universities.
0: So what are students looking out for now and how can they navigate this process effortlessly with technology, Joining us today is Fang Zhou Jiang, co-founder and chief product officer of Crimson Education, who has come up with an innovative app tackling the challenges of the stressful application process and hyper-competitive admissions. So let's welcome Fang Zhou. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, everyone. Good to be here.
0: Hey, Great to have you on. So you're an expert when it comes to overseas education. Give us an idea what's going on here. Now, how has the landscape changed in the past few years, especially with the pandemic uh, disrupting the process?
2: Absolutely. This is uh, my 10th year looking at international students going overseas. Um, Lots have changed, especially over the last few years. I think a a few observable trends are uh, a lot more students are applying to uh, top universities now, especially in the United States. Uh, One uh, major driver of this is that uh, because of the pandemic, many uh, U.S. universities went test optional, meaning that uh, the SAT or ACT, which is the form of uh, standardized test that was used to be uh, mandatory for applicants. Uh, were no longer mandatory now, so that uh, many students who, um, you know, were uh, sort of stopped by this uh, from applying now uh, decide to give it a shot. So if you look at uh, many countries around the world, uh, the number of applications turned to uh, U.S. colleges uh, have gone up quite significantly. Uh, in addition, I mean, lots of universities are becoming more and more flexible. They're offering uh, way more opportunities for students to learn more about their uh, universities uh, and applying to their universities without the a restriction before. For instance, uh, you know, in the U.K., Oxford and Cambridge used to run interviews in Singapore in person or, you know, back in uh, their U.K. campuses. But now, you know, a lot of the interviews can be done remotely. Many of the U.S. universities, they offer uh, remote interviews, uh, virtual campus tours, online information sessions. For students to learn more about those opportunities and more and more schools have rolled out online classes uh, remote even degree options as well so a lot of these uh, flexible remote learning options were previously not accessible but because of uh, the pandemic now that uh, many people are looking at it and finally I think uh, given that the uh, competitiveness is increasing lots of students are looking at different options you know some people used to only look at One country, now they're looking at multiple countries at once for the joint probability of getting into one good college at least.
1: All right, let's touch on that the primary considerations that students now prioritize when selecting universities and countries. I remember when I was going through the process some 19 years ago now, um, I looked at a number of things, you know, whether it's located in a big city or a college town, uh, maybe it's reputation, maybe the areas of specialization. That resonated with me how has that changed with the evolving landscape of overseas education changing as well
2: definitely uh, first of all I think uh, the prestige um, the international brand is definitely still uh, the number one consideration for many international applicants coming out of Singapore China Korea India and many other countries they definitely look at I guess the reputation the ranking the acceptance rate and the competitiveness lots of people have seen that you know because of the pandemic because of many other things you know the world's most valuable companies are constantly changing but if you look at the world's most prestigious uh, universities, they're still Harvard, Stanford, Oxford, Cambridge, et cetera. So lots of people still stick to that. Uh, in addition, uh, people look at the majors, the programs that these universities offer. So nowadays, uh, universities are going increasingly interdisciplinary. They look at, you know, for example, at the University of Pennsylvania, they have, you know, the very prestigious Huntsman program, the MNT program, et cetera. They combine Students' interest in business alongside you know engineering with international studies so on and so forth a lot of these special programs are very very interesting and they also look at employability and career support post graduation as well Um, especially you know in today's economic climate which is getting a little bit tougher for some of the graduates uh, they want to make sure that they're well positioned for a job in on Wall Street and Silicon Valley or other places Mm or more and more students are going for Entrepreneurship as well, so they, they're looking for supporting that area too.
0: Yeah, Fang let's take a step back and walk through that journey of applying. Give us an idea. Crimson Education is trying to make it easy, of course, but what is the process like? What is the paperwork, the hours that you might need to invest in? What is the challenge when it comes to applying for an overseas education in the US and UK?
2: Yeah, great question. So, um, first of all, uh, we can use the U.S. as an example. Uh, The U.S. has by far the most comprehensive and complex application process compared to many other countries around the world, especially in Singapore. I mean, you know, if you really do well in your uh, A-levels or, you know, the IB, you will be, uh, you know, well set up for, uh, you know, places at NUS or Mm -hmm. or Nanyang, et cetera. But uh, that's not necessarily the case uh, with U.S. colleges. They employ what's called um, a, a holistic evaluation process, which means that they look at students' not only academic performance, but they call it intellectual vitality, which means uh, students' curiosity and you know initiative beyond uh, their learning in the classroom. They also look at students' extracurricular involvement, leadership, um, you know sports music and in arts uh, performing visual and performing arts etc and on top of that they look at students uh, fit demonstrated fit uh, with the college, whether they subscribe to the vision, whether they you know possess the characters that the students uh, that the schools are looking for, whether they 're mature, whether they contribute to uh, you know different uh, i guess diversity and perspectives, and so on and so forth, so they look at this whole thing so because they look at so many factors, number one, the application process itself becomes increasingly complex, you have to fill. A very long form um, on what's called a common application, which is a platform that most colleges use. You you have to request you know three or more letters recommendations. You have to write many many essays. Uh, when a student applies to an average of eight uh, and to twelve schools, you'll be writing like twenty thirty essays. You'll be going to uh, multiple alumni interviews, often happening in Singapore or online. Uh, so the process here yeah, is incredibly comprehensive. But what's what's even more important is that You know what i just talked about is the final product right like you know what you showcase on the application but the thing is that it takes years to build up um an impressive profile in your academic journey in your extracurricular portfolio so that's why um you know for students who's, who's looking to embark on this journey we work with them a few years out you know sometimes even before they start their JC or when they're still in their, you know, uh, secondary school uh, so that they can be uh, well prepared uh, for, uh, you know, the grilling journey later on. All
1: right. If you're just joining us, we're in conversation with Zhou Jiang, co-founder and chief product officer for Crimson Education. They've come up with an app that tackles some of the key challenges of the somewhat stressful college application process. Fangzhou, it's clear that your app uh, consolidates the cumbersome application process as you've described. But how does it bring forward to admissions uh, these applications in terms of giving students a strategic advantage? How do the applications actually get eyeballed? What do you do to help with that?
2: Absolutely. So I think that students' four years, of, uh, you know, final four years of high school uh, will be evaluated by admission officers. Uh, in a mere kind of 8 to 12 minutes. So, you know, definitely, I mean, when mission officers are reviewing tens of thousands of applications per year, they definitely, you know, have a way to quickly assess whether a student is very suitable for their selection. So there's definitely a strategy involved so I guess it comes down to a few very important points. Number one is that you have to understand the fundamental kind of logic of how this thing works, right? Like what, you know, do they mean by holistic valuation? What, uh, you know, do we look at when it comes to leadership or extracurricular development or, you know, character? We have to understand uh, these specific, you know, th- the definition, the criteria and then you know start building our you know capabilities towards that so that's number 1 number 2 is that it sounds like A lot of things that, you know, need to be done, but the thing is, we do have a ton of time, especially, like I said, you know, we uh, want to engage students early on in this process, so if you spread out the work, you know, over a period of like two, three, four years, it's actually very manageable because a lot of the things you kind of have to do anyway as a talented high school student, right, and there are also a lot of holidays, so it all comes down to planning, uh, knowing your priorities, time management, and finally, it's about you know, really selling yourself. It's like you know, if you're an entrepreneur uh, pitching to the investor, your product. Uh, it's the same thing here, right? How do you pitch yourself in a way that uh, you know excites American admission officers? Once you have those, uh, you know, plan in place, your chance of getting into these schools will be uh, dramatically optimized.
0: Yeah, found Joe definitely every bit of help is useful when it comes to the application process. So I'm curious, how much does it cost to get your help and what is the success rate of applications?
2: It really depends on, you know, what uh, kind of support you're looking for. I mean, you know, we have uh, on the lower end, uh, you know, we have, you know, relatively light mentorship support that costs uh, you know anywhere around ten thousand uh, Singaporean dollars all the way to something a bit more uh, you know comprehensive and you know detailed support that goes upwards of thirty or more. It really depends on the type of support right like you know on the on the basic level you're assigned a strategy consultant or a counselor. Who will work with you on an individual basis meet with you regularly to discuss strategy right like what direction do you should you study towards um how do you plan your extracurriculars and so on and so forth but on top of that some students might like to get you know academic support tutoring right to you know boost their performance in the ib or a levels Some other students might participate in international academic competitions and they need help to get themselves ready. Uh, Some other students might want to create an app, write a book or do some other cool projects. They want a bit of guidance in there. So uh, it really depends on how ambitious you are, how much time you want to invest and uh, what kind of guidance you need to get.
1: All right, Fang Zhou, thank you so much. That was very, very insightful.
2: You're very welcome, Ryan. Glad to share this. All right. If you want
0: to find out more about how to get an advantage when you want to apply for your overseas education in the UK or the US, you can shop Crimson Education. We've been in conversation with Fang Zhou Jiang. He's the co-founder and chief product officer for Crimson Education. Stay Money FM
1: 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app.